Welcome into the Snapped Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluber, and I'm a former Division I athlete turned entrepreneur. I run my own fitness and nutrition coaching business, as well as a sports media brand that produces podcasts, sells merchandise, and creates exclusive paid content. The fun part is I don't really know what I'm doing as a business owner. I'm just figuring it out day by day. This show, Snapped, acts as an audio journal for my thoughts and ideas on fitness, health, business, mindset, and whatever else I find important on the pursuit to personal happiness and a balanced life. I hope you can take something from the show that makes your life a little bit better. And regardless, I'm just happy you're here. Let's have a day. Let's go. I got spit up on this morning, right in my nose, on my face. If you follow me on Instagram, then you saw that. Uh, so my morning's going great. In fact, uh, baby didn't sleep from two until four and then woke up at six because there was a storm and then spit up on my face. So it's, it's an incredible morning so far. It's 9.51 a.m. We are back at the Snapped Podcast Studios, which is just me shoved in the corner of the basement of my medium-sized townhouse. And I'm fucking ecstatic to be back, baby. How is everybody doing? God damn, I love recording these podcasts. I hope that you're happy to be here today. We're going to try and provide a little bit of insight into how fat I am today. The boy did a DEXA scan. We'll get into what that is for those that don't know. was very excited to do a DEXA scan. Talk about the experience here in a second. But I'm just excited to be back. Last week, you listened to me talk about more about my injury. I don't want to continue to talk about my, my injury. It'll probably continue to be mentioned, but I'm not going to do full up episodes about it. I am fully back to working out this week. I'm two days in to full workouts. I am sore as shit. The soreness, and I'm sure it only gets worse as you do get older, which I'm 28. I'm young as fuck. I mean, there's nobody younger than me, but... I took, as you guys know, uh, like 40 days off, June 3rd to July 10th, 37, 38 days off. And I'm talking, I'm just doing my TKG, right? Shout out to the TKG squad. We're almost 30 deep already. Let's keep rolling. Let's add some people from this podcast to the TKG squad. Let me sell you on it real quick. How many times do you spend a dumb $19? How many stupid things have you bought that cost $19, add up to $19, or are far more than $19? How many times do you do that a month, right? Uh, I went to, personal example, I went to Wendy's and got lunch, lunch for one day for me and my wife the other day. It was $21. So this all to say, my programming, TKG training, a daily workout that can be done at home. All you need is dumbbells, a jump rope in your body, a little bit of motivation, a little bit of effort and will. Delivered to you through an app platform where you just pull out your phone, which you're going to have anyway in your hand. You can pull it up, click into the workout. It's programmed for you. It's well thought out. Even though it's at home workouts, they are progressive with the dumbbell movements, trying to work on strength as best we can, explosive power, trying to create functional humans, trying to make the non-athlete, regular people out there find a little bit of their athleticism and fitness. 
$19 a month. Go to TKG Training at Twitter or at Instagram. Find the link in the bio. Sign up right now. I won't sell you any more on it. I will sell you on listening to this podcast in the Spotify app, though, as I have the last few weeks. That's going to help me out and get uh, get this show snapped, making a little bit of dough. Help it make it a little bit more worth it for me. So anyway, don't know where I was. Oh, I have only been doing my TKG training. Like we're talking less than 30 minutes a day. I'm using only, I haven't touched a barbell, right? My body just isn't ready for it, but we've, we're back in the groove of the back. The back has crossed the line of, okay, I think we can do stuff without making it worse. Still very sore, sore every day. And now my entire body's sore. I've done a, I've done a ton of push-ups and burpees, some goblet squatting over the last few days. It feels like the first time I ever stepped into the Marshalltown High School weight room when I was 13 years old. 50, it feels like the first time I ever lifted 15 years ago. And there's a little bit of romance to that. There's a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of, you know, for a guy like me who is normally, if life is going ideally, I don't normally have these, uh, these days of just full body destruction and soreness, right? Even in Iowa, you, your body adjusts and sort of acclimates to the training. There might be a day here or there where you throw in a new movement and you have one body part that's a little sore. Not like this, man. My legs, my quads are damn near non-functional. My back, my shoulders, everything, man. My hips feels good. I like the feeling of it. Um, but that's what we've been doing. We're back to it. And because we're back to it, uh, you know, I, I suffer through the same sort of uh, mental segmenting that everybody else does. What does that mean? I love to start things on a Monday. I love to start things at the beginning of a month, at the beginning of the year, you know, day one, new year, right? We've talked about new year, new year's resolutions on here, why it's attractive to people. Something in our brain, something inside of us, our OCD, whatever it is, likes to start fresh. And when we start fresh, that shiny momentum, the motivation, the the sparkle, the sexiness of that fresh start encourages not just one new behavior or modification, but often multiple. And I don't know if I'm suffering of this, of more of or more in my case, as I've just let things build up to where I am just rejoining the bandwagon of my own personal fitness all at the same time. But June was a horrible, relatively horrible month of my life. Uh, we'll say health-wise. I was sick, I was hurt, or I was on the road. Oftentimes, a combination of two or th- all three of those Every single day in June, we were in Nashville. Uh, we were on the road to grandparents in Marshalltown. Um, I guess not not all of June, right at the beginning of July here, I was in Chicago. So because I was hurt and because we were traveling, I let the diet go with the exercise. Right? And if you follow me on social media, on, on Twitter or Instagram, I posted a picture. I'm doing a little bit of a transformation, a little before and after 
because I let myself go to a place where I have not been since my initial weight loss journey back in 2018. Aesthetically, I have not looked this fluffy, this, we'll call it fat, not lean, since probably the holidays of 2018, maybe the turn of uh, 2019. It's been four years. And it was a combination of, again, being hurt, not being able to train, specifically not being able to lift weights, a a four-day stint of some stomach bug that had me visit the bathroom 24 times in 72 hours, TMI, don't care. And then adding on top of that, you know, some, uh, some pleasure eating, some, some travel eating where, you know, in Chicago and Nashville, I was, I was living it up. I was experiencing experience in the city. So Monday of this week, which would have been July 10th, seemed like and lined up well for me to wrap everything up in a bow and just put the foot down. And that's what we did. Now, in conjunction with that, we had a little fun with me getting fat and loose in the lifestyle. And last Friday, I decided to get my body fat tested. Something that I have not officially done since 2016. So it's been, and and we'll talk about how even back in 2016, not a great measure. I guess this isn't true. Uh, th- I would have done some body fat testing in, uh, in 2019 when I worked for the gym here in town. They had an in-body. Again, something else we'll talk about here in a second. Because I knew I was at my biggest body fat percentage in years. And when you're at a relatively recent low, we'll call that a down, a valley in life, it can set you up for a really good transformation, a, a, a really cool path back to the mountain, a path back to a high in your life. So the goal here, getting the body composition done. Monday, I rededicated myself to minimum 60 minutes of exercise every single day, 200 push-ups every single day, five minutes of hanging on a pull-up bar every single day, 75 toes to bar, 50 pull-ups. I'm doing all of these, which are just sort of body weight. And for a lot of people, that would be like, holy shit, that's a that's a great workout every day. This is in, in addition to whatever I do for my TKG training app. So I'm hitting those standards. I'm also hitting 200 grams of protein every day. And I'm hitting 100 ounces of water every day, which by the way, delicious. So those are the standards. And I'm not even calling them goals, right? Or, or I'm not leaving it up to This is what I'm going for every day. No, this is what I am hitting every day. These are the markers. This is the standard. Every single day, those things I just listed off. Now, a few of those are are going to naturally help with your diet anyway. 200 grams of protein and 100 ounces of water, you're going to be pretty damn full just from those two things. And that's going to shift your diet into um, a form that doesn't really leave you super hungry and craving shitty foods. It's one of the reasons why uh, fitness coaches like myself 
and others will recommend high amounts of protein, high amounts of water. It's because those are appetite suppressants, let alone the benefits that come with those acutely. But in addition to those, I also am tightening up the the sweets, right? Lauren, the wife and I, we were enjoying sweets on a nightly basis. That's going back to just Sundays and Wednesdays, two nights a week. And on those Sundays and Wednesdays, because I know that those are the days I'm doing it, they're, they're factored in to the total calories for the day, which buffers it even more. I'm going back to my morning breakfast of eggs, which I had kind of gotten away from, which immediately starts my day off with 30 grams of protein, five eggs. And uh, then throwing on top of that, I'm going to consistently work out. I'm working out every day. There's not a day. Oh, the other one, minimum 8,000 steps per day. That was the other one, right? So I can't just work out because a lot of you out there will find that if you are a, you think you're an active person, you go out, you go work out for a day or for an hour each day, but then you sit at a desk or you sit at home uh, in your home office, wherever you happen to, to work each day and, and you actually don't move very much. You might pull, if you're lucky, 5,000 steps a day, probably closer to four maybe less benefits from walking and, and, um, neat. We've gone over neat non-exercise activity, thermogenesis, the calories that you burn by doing daily activities that aren't dedicated exercise, like walking. Sometimes walking is dedicated exercise, but those benefits start to really jump in around 7,500 steps a day. So I'm minimum 8,000 trying to get 10,000. So I'm adding all this, all these markers. Now, would I suggest, would I go about a client's program, a client's recommendations in the same way that I'm doing all this? No, I never would. I've added in like 12 new variables to hit each day compared to last week before I started any of this. But the reason I'm doing that is because I have years and years of experience me adding these back in is actually me returning to my normal. I'm, I'm receding back to my norm of being disciplined with almost every aspect of fitness. That's what I'm used to. And I personally just know my own dedication and, and, and ability to, uh, come through and be accountable, accountable to myself. And I know that it's not too much. It has left my body again, just in shambles for two days, but Hey, here we are. So the goal is 60 days, right? I mean, the goal is life. We're going to continue to do this as consistently as we can for the rest of our life so we can be healthy. And that's the whole point of this stuff. But the goal for marking it is, you know, we got this, uh, let's see the 10th. We got this body comp test done on the seventh. So the goal would be to come back around in August, September 7th, 60 days from now. And I don't know if I'm going to do the body comp again because I have like a three-pack of body comps that I might want to do like in six months and then in a year. But I'm definitely going to take the after picture and you're going to be able to see noticeably how much leaner I've gotten in 60 days just from implementing all these simple things. And they're all free, by the way, all free. 8,000 more steps a day, free. Water, essentially free. 200 grams of protein, not free, but your total grocery bill 
if you focus on protein and equate for calories will actually probably equate. So it's not going to cost you any more. The workouts for me free. I go down to my garage. Now, granted, I bought the equipment and stuff, but pretty much free for you. If you wanted to join in on something like this, $19 a month and some mental energy that you spend to write all this down and, and go after it. And I guarantee the challenge here is how simple, how low barrier of entry can we make this to make the highest amount of change in a, in a person's body composition and fitness in two months, in 60 days, right? And so that brings us to the body composition. How fat was I? How fat were you, Tyler? Hmm? Uh, for for uh, uh, measurement? No, for... Fuck it, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Uh, let me take a drink of water, I'm going to think. I simply don't know the word I'm trying to come up with. For comparison's sake, for reference, that's the word. God damn it, I suck at words. For reference's sake, when I was working at Elite Edge, which is a gym chain here in Waukee, uh, in the Des Moines area, they had an in-body machine. One of the six uh, in-body is bioelectrical impedance. And that is one of the six ways, common ways that people would kind of test their body composition. We're going to go over all six. I was measuring somewhere between um, the you know, 12.5% and 14% uh, body fat when I was when I was, uh, and I think I measured two or three times over the course of the time that I worked there. So taking that into account, I had already been on a small bulk. And I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast as we were right, right when we got hurt, we had been small bulking, mini bulking for four to six weeks. So I had purposely been trying to add a little bit of weight, which is obviously going to be some of that is fat. So my guess is when I got hurt, I was probably somewhere in the 14% range, uh, sitting right about 197, maybe, maybe upwards of 200 pounds, even very happy with where I was. I was, I was strong. I was super strong talk. I mean, that could be a whole podcast, me just crying about how much strength I probably lost where I was at an all time high, um, about 14%, 200 pounds. I now the other day, weighed in at 192 pounds, eight pounds less, and 16.3% body fat. 16.3% body fat. Now, let's be honest with ourselves. I, and probably most people in the fitness industry, have some sort of body image issues, or at least are hyper aware of their body image. We'll call it that. And to be 16.3% after kind of living my life down around 12, maybe even closer to, to like 11 or 10 some uh, for some periods of time over the last three, four years, being 16% boys and girls, that hurts mentally, okay? Not seeing as much abs and serratus muscles and back definition and bicep, that hurts the, that hurts the ego. Just going to be honest, but it also makes me excited and lights a fire under my ass like the burning engines of a SpaceX rocket. 
because it, I now know that in 60, 60 days, uh, what is that? Basically almost eight weeks, a little over eight weeks that I have an opportunity to put together an incredible transformation and then probably monetize that transformation. And that motivates the shit out of me. It's also a little bit better when you get a little tubby, a little fluff, uh, when you know that I, I know the exact formula to, to take it off. And I know that I'm super capable of that. It's a little bit more scary and frustrating when you actually don't know the answers or the game plan. So I'm very excited about these next 60 days. The goal would be if I were to measure, again, I don't know if I'm going to or not, I'd like to get down back down to like about 14, maybe even into the 13 percentage, lose two to three body uh, fat percentage points in two months. Doable. I'd actually like to stay the same weight. I, I don't want to see the 180s. And, and in fact, at 5, 10 and a half in CrossFit, trying to be competitive nowadays, I actually need to be around 200 if I want to be competitive. So I'd actually like to gain weight. I'd like to put on more muscle. Um, again, probably a couple pounds of fat as well, but have the ratio shift back to around that 13% and, and work my way back towards that 200 pound body weight. I want to go over real quick, uh, for those of you who don't know, or who have never had it done, the ways that body composition, body fat percentage is measured. Many of you have probably gotten your BMI given to you. Okay. BMI is a fucking, just listen to me now. BMI is a worthless, outdated form of personal health measurement, okay? Population-wide, right, demographically, on a very large scale of millions and millions, billions of people even, BMI is okay. It says something. It's not a good determiner of individual health based on your body composition because it is strictly based on height and weight. Stocky little guy like me, 5'10", 200 pounds, muscle, muscle, muscle hamster, you know, that's not good. And I'll just tell you, they give the body, the BMI on here. Uh, I tested with a BMI. Did they give me a number of it? Doesn't even say my BMI on here, but uh, it, oh yeah, it does. I tested with a BMI of 28.7. 30 is obese. Uh, 25 to 29.9 is overweight. So I'm on the upper end of overweight. You guys listening to this podcast have most likely seen me. Even now, at the old 16%, I'm not overweight. In fact, uh, they gave me another sheet here that kind of comes as a reading material um, with the body comp. And they, Iowa Radiology specifically, classifies uh, for men, 12.1 to 20% body fat, moderately lean. So not overweight. Body fat's dumb or BMI is dumb. Don't listen to it. Body fat, much better, much better measure of sort of your health as far as a body measurement goes. And you can get your body fat measured in several different ways. Some good, some not so good. We're going to start with the the good old fashion skin calipers, which you may have seen in some old school gyms. They've probably all moved on to the bioelectrical impedance by now, but this is simply uh, a scissor looking device that clamps the actual fat uh, on your appendages, 
your stomach, your waist, and I think even some some uh, total measurements use like a, a, a thigh fat measurement as well. And then based on the amount of, of fat that they're pinching underneath the skin and, and the, the measurement of, of how much, you know, it gives you a measurement on the little scissor thing, uh, you then input that into a formula and they created a formula to tell you an estimate of your body fat. I think if you have someone who knows exactly what they're doing and has and they they are perfect at this method, you might be able to get within a percent or two of your actual real body composition, your body fat. But this is a very very inaccurate method, mostly because of the people doing it, the human error. No one knows how to do it. No one knows how to get to the exact right spot that you're supposed to do it in. Calipers are different. Uh, there's just too much variation between people and between tools here. Not a great way to do it. In fact, it's funny. This is the way that we used at Iowa football. Um, and for reference at Iowa football, my lowest measurement ever was like a high seventeens. And I think I was upwards of like 23%, uh, in the high range, which was probably correct at the time. Um, but it was only because they were getting lucky and not because they actually are good at measuring body fat. Uh, number two would be body circumference measurements. And I would level this at the same tier as sort of the, the calipers. This is essentially you taking the, the circumference of stuff like your waist, your hips, um, your stomach, and your appendages, your arms, your legs. And again, you put that into a formula and it calculates out how, uh, you know, your height is your height and weight as well. And it calculates out how, how fat you are um, or how much fat you have. Neck, um, this one says it only uses your neck and waist. I've seen others where they use more. Uh, the more, the better. But again, the air rate can be as low as um, or, or, or as high as upwards of 3 to 5% missing here. So if you're actually 15%, this could tell you you're 20%. And that's just not really what we're looking for. So that's two of the six. Uh, the uh let's go with the th the third one and this is uh probably the next most again this is a level up from the first two this is bioelectrical impedance analysis bia and this is what you've seen in fact marshalltown high school used to have these little video game controller looking devices where you would hold on to them they have metal components the handles are like metal um almost looking uh, plates that are built into it. And what it does is it sends very low level electrical currents into your body. And it's supposed to be measuring the, um, I, I believe the time it takes to pass through your body. Uh, it says here, electrical currents move through muscle easier than fat due to the higher water content of the muscle. Uh, the BIA device automatically enters your body's response to those electrical currents into an equation, and then that predicts your body composition. I think that this is slightly better than calipers or body uh, circumference measurements. This has evolved into many gyms. If you go to like a Anytime Fitness, maybe Anytime has them. The, the Elite Edges I worked at have them. I, I would put my life that Lifetime has them and some other gyms. Um, these are now an in-body machine. So an in-body is essentially like a scale with this little uh, backstop that comes up out of it that has two handles and you stand on the scale 
and it has that metal sort of surface that's going to help conduct the electrical signals. And then the two handles have a place where you put your thumbs and then the grips. So there's a lot of contact and it, I think it's just more contact is better signal for that electrical uh, current. And that will spit you out. You know, it, it has you stand there and stay still for 30 seconds and then it spits you out a body fat composition. I think these are decently accurate. Um, and f- at large scale in a gym where you're trying to give, you know, potentially hundreds of clients who are signed up there uh, a little body comp analysis, I think this is actually worth something. Uh, and this is what I used when I took my body fat percentage when it was measuring between 12 and 14%. And then you have three other options that are probably a tier above. And that is the BOD pod, which is an air displacement method. You have hydrostatic weighing, which is again, sort of an air displacement. Um, uh, uh, we'll go over it in a second. It, it's, it's you, you use volume of water and your body's uh, weight underwater with it, it's, it's annoying and it's invasive. Um, and then you have DEXA scan. Bod pod is something that a lot of colleges will have. A lot of departments, education departments will have these and they'll use them in like their curriculum. Uh, the bod pod is basically, it estimates your body fat percentage based on the density of your body. Um, this method uses air. The relationship between the volume and pressure of air allows this device to predict the density of your body. You sit in an egg-shaped chamber for several minutes um, while the pressure of the air inside the chamber is altered. And then uh, to obtain accurate measurements, you do need to wear skin-tight clothing or a bathing suit during this. Um, Again, the hydrostatic weighing is similar. Instead of air, it's displacing water, and it estimates the composition based on the density um, you're, you have to submerge yourself all the way underwater, exhale as much air as you possibly can because the air in your lungs is, uh, factoring into that measurement. And then it places it into an equation and determines your body as well. They're both invasive, right? And you have to have that equipment. So the final method and the one that I did was a DEXA scan. And again, you do have to go find a place that has a DEXA scan machine. Uh, it's like a, this little not as invasive x-ray or MRI, you lay on a table and this little arm that can send x-rays through you just kind of passes over you for three to four minutes. And DEXA actually estimates not only your body fat percentage, but can tell you your bone density, um, your fat mass, and sort of the, um, the ratios in your appendages. So it can tell you exactly your right arm versus your left arm, your right leg versus your left leg, your lower body versus your torso, um, which is fun. It can give you imbalances while also giving you the general, hey, here's how fat you are. Um, Pretty cheap too. I went and it was $139 for a three pack of these scans. So if you divide that in three, you're looking at like 42 uh, 46 bucks, 46 bucks for a DEXA scan. It's, it's pretty cheap. If you're interested in involved in your own fitness and health to figure out where your body fat percentage is. And then the idea is you mark it down the road. You go on a program, you tighten your diet up, whatever it may be. And six months from now, Hey, we're going to test it again. We're going to see if your body 
has gone through a lifestyle change, if you've behaviorally acted in a way, both nutritionally and exercise-wise, that was promoting a better body composition over a certain amount of time, and it's going to give you a number. Black and white, you know, the, the numbers don't lie. And so I would encourage you to do this. Uh, it's, it's a fun way to add a more, probably a, a measure that's even more telling than body weight. Uh, some, some scales will do that by electrical impedance, by the way. I don't know how accurate just like stand scales are that you like put in your bathroom. Maybe they're accurate. Um, but you could get a body fat percentage from your scale as well. If you got a fancy one, uh, I would use this as, as your marker of, Hey, can we get better? You know, can I, can I lose some body fat percentage? Um, and then you, you can compare too. what's my diet look like over, you can track your diet. What's my diet look like over these few months? And what did that do to my body comp? How do I feel? What's my energy like? What was my sleep like when I was 14% versus 17%? Um, a couple things to consider are, it does cost a little bit of money. You are going to have to find like a radiology place or a, maybe sometimes a sports performance place will have one. Uh, you are going to have to pay money to do that. Um, you are, and that's about it. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it is what it is. Ma males are body fat percentage are always going to be a little bit less than females. That's just biologically how it works. I, if you believe in 17 genders, then I don't know what those 17 genders uh, look like body composition wise. I only kind of know what male and female are. So that's something you're going to have to figure out. But DEXA scan was on my list for a long time. We finally got it done. We're 16.3%. I'm putting it out into the ether, into the world right now for the snapped podcast audience to hold my ass accountable. Don't worry. I'll be fine. Hold myself accountable. I carry the fucking boats. Uh, and we're going to come back and we're going to see uh, at least picture wise what I look like differently. If you want to see my starting before picture from this weekend, the beginning of July, uh, head to Instagram uh, at TKG training or Twitter and you can see it there. Follow along on the journey. Join me if you would. I'd love to have some partners, some uh, some workout DEXA scan body comp changing friends and buddies along the way here uh, and join the program. Listen on Spotify to the podcast and join the TKG program, 19 bucks a month, and you're going to get some fucking killer workouts. I'm so glad you joined me for this podcast today. We will talk to you guys next time. Till then, peace.